Well, welcome back to 2024 for Beyond the Veil. This is our first episode for the year, so welcome back. It's great to have you all sitting back listening. Today we're going to talk to a fellow named Quinny. He's a Scottish fellow. He's uh, come over to Australia, I think it was 2020. He moved uh, to Melbourne. Very cool, witty writer, a bit satirical. Um, And look, really, I think that's all you need to hear until we have a listen to his songs and find out exactly who he is. So... Without further ado, we will be playing a song here. This is a little bit special because this song has not been released yet. So we're going to pop it on and have a listen. All right. So everybody sit back, relax and enjoy.
And that was Settlers by Quinny. This is one of his very new songs. It hasn't even been released yet, so we're very, very lucky to be hearing this one before it hits the air. And right now we have Quinny on the line. How are you there, mate? Not bad at all. How are you? I'm really, really, really good, mate. I, I love the new song. Love it. Um, no, thanks a lot. I, I'm a massive Beatles fan, and uh, and I can hear a little bit of John Lennon in that. Um, but you know, we'll what t- compliment? Yeah, I'll, I'll take any amount of John Lennon. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I, I absolutely love it. It's um, it's just thanks, got, it got that really cruisy vibe to it. It reminds me of. Um, do you remember they bought out uh, Free as a Bird? I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very similar feel to that song. And um, first thing I thought of when I heard it. So yeah, congrats, mate. Really nice. Oh, thanks. I can't take full credit. My, um, you can hear two female voices on there. It's my friends Mary and Hannah. Fantastic. Who I, I wrote that with. I wrote that with them. It was our first time, kind of all three of us being together about a year and a half ago. Yep. Uh, and we were up in Maine and. Um, North America and, uh, and you know, in the United States. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. we all got together and, uh, yeah, we, we were just we were just messing about and we wrote, we wrote that song and then I was recording not long after. Right, that's... So, yeah, I can't, take, I can't take full credit for it, but that makes it even better. It means I can enjoy it because it feels like it's not, I'm not blowing my own trumpet by liking it, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah I, know, I know what you're saying. And, and truly, um, you've hit a gold mine there. That's absolutely beautiful. No, song. Yeah. Yeah, so look, what have you been up to, mate? You, um, other than, than writing amazing music, uh, what's, what's, what's going on? So well, I hear you've uh, you've made the move to Melbourne? Yeah, yeah, so I've been in Melbourne for about four years. Okay. Um, I, go, I, go in, I got into Australia the day before the border closed, <laughs> before COVID stuff. Is that luck, um, lucky or unlucky? <laughs> well, it was, uh, well, I mean, obviously, you could, there was better places to choose in Melbourne at that time, but... Um, yeah, we my, my my girlfriend is from Brisbane, and right. she she's living in Melbourne. She was living and still is living in Melbourne. So I, I was planning to come over anyway. So I just moved things forward. There was a big gig I was working on in London that got um, cancelled. So I just moved my plans forward by a few weeks, and yep. yeah, came out. So but I'm actually just back from Scotland. I was over there for um for Christmas. Um I had a six weeks and I spent a bit of time in a studio. The same studio where I recorded Settlers. Uh, um I spent some more time there with a lot of the same people and some more folk and Fantastic. we um recorded more tunes. Yeah, yeah. So it was good. Yeah. Yeah, lovely. Fan- yeah, it's always good to get home and, and you know, see the family and sort of, you know, familiar grounds, so to speak. Yeah, particularly around Christmas. Cause I'm not like a big, like, you know, I'm not celebrating the birth of Christ. So when no. I say like Happy Christmas, that's not really what I mean. Yeah. But, the, um, but there's definitely something about that time of year, particularly there, that there's there's no, you know, but that's the winter thing yeah. to get excited about. Sure, <laughs> they, sure. I, f- I find in Melbourne you don't really have that because it's, it's pretty cold here. Yeah. There's no, there's no winter festival, um. So, um, yeah. So, like, summer sort of overshadows Christmas a bit here. That whereas there, does, yeah. there's, there's a, there's a real, um, there's a real vibe there, and it was, it was nice to get back to that and just, uh, 
hang out with with old friends, you know. Yeah, fantastic. And I mean, look, you know, even though you don't have a, an allegiance to Christmas, you've certainly found a way to use it in your your uh, <laughs> your songs. We'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. so settlers, mate. What, what was what was that written about? Is there a particular um, thought in mind, or or was it just something that you felt at the time? Yeah, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. We're sort of just writing and seeing what felt good. I think that there's definitely a theme about, you know, global warming and governments not doing a lot about it. Yep. I think it's mostly about it. It's, a, it's kind of about problems and asking for help and not really getting it, I think. Sure. Um, yeah, because we were writing it collectively as well. Like some, you know, Sometimes I can really reflect on a song later. Yeah. That one because it's it's three three minds four if I count my mate Graham that chipped in with some of the music, um I can't I can't I can say what it means to me but I can't say what it means to everyone you know which is cool yeah. which I like yeah yeah and and look that's perfect I, the, I think I've I've said it a couple of times in interviews that the best songs are the ones that everybody takes a little bit of something from and you know what I hear mm. you may not hear it's just how music goes and that's the beauty of the um, the global language we have. Well, people have told me, I mean, not that, like, I mean, friends of mine, not fans, I don't have a huge bank of fans, but they've talked to me about my songs and they've said, oh, I thought this song was about that. And then I've thought about it and I've thought, actually, I think you're right. I think I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, now Hang on, I'll just quickly change the blurb, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just think about, I'm thinking about, you know, myself and I'm like, you know what, you're probably right. You've actually read me better than I've read myself. And well, I find a few times I've, I've written songs about, you know, a type of person that's annoying me or whatever or something like that. Then I realise I'm actually just writing it for myself. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah, 100%. So, well, you it's, know, it's me that's got the issue. Not like I think that I'm writing about someone that I've got an issue with, but then I realise it's actually me that's got the issue. But anyway, it's, it's, it's a funny yeah. it's, a, it's a funny way of processing things. <laughs> yeah, and look, you know, that that's the whole truth of it too, isn't it? We... Um, we probably pick out other people. What you know, some, you come across somebody and they uh, upset you or annoy you in some way. A lot of the time, that's something about us we don't particularly like too much, eh? Hey? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that a funny one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, so, full projection. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, you know, we're all just walking around this earth. Most of us don't have a freaking clue what's going on. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of them. <laughs> yeah, same here. <laughs> uh, look, you. Um, you toured over to the UK, uh, well, obviously toured the UK and America. Um, yeah. How did you how did you enjoy that? Was that a uh, eye opening experience? Did it go the way you thought it was going to go, um, or did it just just completely blow you away and go, "What in God's name have I done?" Give us an insight. Well, well, America was really. I mean, the UK stuff. I said, like, uh, you know, I just get good friends in different cities and kind of put on a gig with them. Yep. You know different spots so i've done a bit of that that was that was a bit more straightforward but the america stuff that was about 10 years ago but that was really fun that was that was really good that was all sort of off the back of there was this story that made it in the paper about uh like i was busking on um buchanan street in glasgow when someone chucked a big wad of money into oh. my guitar case and so that 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 got in the paper i think maybe a little bit of tv definitely radio and then i um and so I booked this trip. I had all these friends in America, and I thought, well, I'll, I'll book a, I'll book a tour around where these people live. Sure. And um, and so I did that. So I did just a few states. I did like, well, let me think here, uh, Massachusetts, uh, Massachusetts. I did um, 
Tennessee, or just did Nashville, really, and then I went to over to Missouri, and I just played in a few different places in those, and it was great. There was it was kind of all ranging different places. Like one of them was like in a hotel, like a songwriters thing yep. in Nashville, which was kind of weird, but it was kind of cool because I met a guy Jeff there that then came and played a gig with me in Glasgow and then later when I was living in London he played the gig with me there so you know so I've stayed in touch with him Fantastic. Uh, another one was like in Amherst in Massachusetts I played like in a basement at one of those like proper American college house parties oh, yeah, cool which was cool but it was so hot it was more in the basement it was roast. I mean I get maybe in Broome you're probably used to it but man I was it was too hot for me yeah but um <laughs> But yes, it was. Uh, but it was. It was very cool. To, again, people were. I think because they got a tip culture there. Yep. The people were kind of good about. You know, there was a couple of gigs that I wasn't getting paid for, but then the person who was running the night would be like, "Oh, and you know, Quinny's over here from Scotland, and you know, if anyone wants to chip in, and people like I actually ended up getting like paid for some of the gigs, probably better than I would get paid in the UK. Fantastic. So. It was it was kind of, things like that were were cool and it was just great to get to play with some of my pals. You know, we kind of just, people just jumped in with me and whatever. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. H- Hannah, that was um, I said that I wrote Settlers with and it's on the recording. Um, she she played a few with me and yes, it was great. But, I mean, that was that was a while ago now. I probably wouldn't, I will probably wouldn't manage that now. There was a lot of work, you know, just yes. cold emailing about a million people. Yep. you know, using some contacts that I had, but. But really, it was just the goodwill. People were just like, yeah, I'll give you a slot. Yeah, yep, yep. And there's nothing wrong with that either. Look, I, I, I've played my whole life, um, got originals and whatever, but I've done a lot of gigging, yep. uh, just covers gigging as well. Um, yep. And I've done it myself the whole way through. And just ring up and go, look, blah, blah, blah. And it's surprising how many people have, yep, no dramas, come on down. You know, that's... Yeah, yeah. Being from Scotland, I think, did me a few favours on that one anyway. Yeah. Because I think people were just like, Oh, cool! That's a little bit different. These tunes don't sound too bad. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Hey, don't don't go selling yourself short. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you know what I mean. No, like it's, it's yes. hard. Like yeah. I could be emailing people even in Scotland, and at that time, and they wouldn't they wouldn't give me a gig. But then I'm emailing people in Nashville, and they're like, "Yeah, sure." Yeah, well, you're sort of like a Scottish Ed Sheeran, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm older than him, so he's an English. Uh, uh, he's, he's an English. Yeah, queen. he's an English queen. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate, no, look, it's 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 great that um, you know you you can share because um, a lot of this show as well is is to you know for, for musicians who are thinking about doing this who have got the music uh, they want to get out there and do it and they don't mm. have, don't have a clue you know and. They got stars in their eyes, and you know it's great to hear everything. You know both sides of the coin. You know look how much work yeah, actually yeah. it is. But mind you, we had a balls playing; it was great. And then we had to do this, and you know it's um it's a hard trek when you you're packing up and you're moving on. You've got twelve hours to get to a gig, and and you're playing yeah. in, in fourteen. You know, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, <laughs> no sleep the night before. It's just you know it it knocks you around. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I've never done anything that intense right enough. Probably the most I've done is getting the bus up to Inverness, yep. which is only probably about three or four hours. Yep. Um to play to play a gig that night. But that that's probably that's probably the most intense I did. I mean we when I was doing that trip that trip around America, we did big drives, but not, I didn't have any gigs that close, you know. Yep. Yep. Um but you'd you'd be surprised as well, you get talking to people at these gigs and then a guy's like, Well, I've got a little radio show and you're like, Yeah, sure, I'm in town for another day and I'll do that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, that leads yeah, me on to uh, um, Evergreen Artists. So, uh, 
he's a uh, Michael from Evergreen Artists. He gave me your details to to give you a call. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, h- how did you uh, get along with these guys? Was it just something you found, or did you get recommended, or? Yeah, I'm trying to think because I, I was doing, you know, like I'm talking about the cold email, and I was looking for someone maybe to do a bit of press stuff for yep. this single that I had out in December, um, and so. I think he was recommended from someone that I spoke to, and they were like, "Actually, I think you may be better suited to this guy." Yeah, sweet. so that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, he's lovely. It's been, it was, it was good. Yeah, sure. And and so just for a, a very quick walkthrough, what what are the processes that Michael gets you to do once you do contact him? Well, we we just basically, I mean, he has to compile a lot of information about what who I am. Yep. You know, we can chat a bit, but, you know, like to make sure I've got all the right stuff down there. Sure. He, he had me, you know, just fill out notable things about myself, my career, and my career. You know what I mean? My yeah. journey as a musician so far. Sure. Um, but, but also, my career, like, what I do for work and, you know, all of that stuff. Um, getting together the right pictures and the right, um, like, you know, d- different songs, that, you know, in case there's like an opportunity for a few different things. Yep. Just basically putting yep. together a whole press kit and then he, I, I kind of threw it all at him and he sifted through it all and sort of made it nice and started, he started going hard, just emailing it out to people that, that he already has contacts with, maybe some new people. Yep. Um, and just seeing what sticks because it's, I mean, that's, that's the main thing. It's about seeing what sticks it's yeah. not it's not even always about how good or bad or in between your music is it's just like someone's looking for someone and they're like oh actually this came through today that's right stuff that's just at the top it just sometimes it's just the luck of being at the top of the pile yep yep 100 percent right yeah i mean look many years ago before the internet and um uh and whatnot when, um, i remember when i was younger we, we'd cut cds and, and demos and we'd send mm. them send them off to the uh uh, to the record people in you know Mushroom or Sony or whoever it may be, um, yeah. and we we try and make the the envelope look weird and different, you know, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. we wanted them to go, oh, what's that? You know what I mean? It's because uh, they would have been yeah. getting thousands upon thousands per day. Um, so, but look, anyway, we'll leave that alone for a little while. Um, t- give us a bit of a rundown on it's not even your birthday. I've, um, I'm very interested to find out what this is actually written about. <laughs> So, uh, so I have, for the listeners at home, I have a whole bunch of like Christmas songs as well. Yes. And really, I, I took a bit of a break from writing. Once I started working full time, I found it quite hard to get to get into to, to write music and play music and do all the organising that's involved. Yes. And particularly being a solo artist, um, when you're putting together a band, I, I just found it too much. And the gigs in London, I wasn't enjoying. Really, there was a handful that I did, but most of the time I wasn't really enjoying it and it wasn't paying off, yeah. not financially, just in, you know, vibes. Yep. Um, and so I um, I sort of took a break and then I came up with a Christmas tune and I thought, I might record this. And I've got a couple of other songs that have Christmas mentioned in it. Yeah. I might put that together as an EP and put out a Christmas EP. And so I did that. And then the following year I thought, well, a mate of mine wanted to film a music video for one of the songs from the year before, and I thought, well, if I'm doing that, I might as well write another Christmas song. Sure. So it's not even your birthday. Is that next year's the second kind of lot of Christmas releases I did. Um, and it's about, well, it's about Jesus and how Christmas isn't actually his birthday. Yeah. And it's just like, a, 
<laughs> I mean, and there are people that I know that do this, and I guess there's nothing really wrong with it. But you know that they say that their birthday's on a certain date, then you find out that it's not. Yeah. And the idea is about well, I mean, it's mostly just a parody on the nativity story. Yeah, but yeah. then, um, but it's sort of also about like you know he's trying to make you come out for his birthday and all of that stuff, or make you do things, and you're like, it's not even your birthday. Yeah, yeah, exactly Just right. Stop making me do things I don't want to do. <laughs> um, you know, like, like the three, three wise men are like, why have we come all this way? Like, it's not even the guy's birthday. Yeah. And, and, and it turns out the three wise men were actually a few weeks, they were a few weeks after anyway. So, yeah. um, anyway, so it's it's just a sort of a bit of a joke on that. Fantastic. Um, and it's it's probably one of my more popular ones. The, my mate Joe that did the, the music video for... Um, my song Christmas Gear that I was talking about. Yeah. He has done, he he used this song in a short film that he did and then I've kind of cut that off and made that and like I've got that as the kind of promo video. Awesome. For this song now, but it was a few years, few years later, so I just put it on Instagram just so people could see it. It's cool. I really like it. Yeah, yeah. Just get this guy dressed as good. It's more Halloween-y than it is Christmassy, but th this song doesn't sound as Christmassy. So you can get away with it. Yeah, th that's, um, What's his name? Richard Wilson, isn't it? Was in that? Is that the one? Oh, that that's for the for Christmas gear. Yeah, the first one we did that was Richard Wilson. That's yeah, right. From, yeah, from One Foot in the Grave and Merlin and Tutti Frutti, which is a Scottish show that you might know. Um, but yeah, my brother Martin's in that as well. Fantastic. Um, yeah, yeah. So Mark Martin, he he's done a video. Martin's actually done a video for Settlers as well, which will come out at some point hopefully this year. Awesome. Um, but he it's kind of me piggybacking on his acting career because he's currently in Toronto. He's um, he's the new uh, Scotty in Star Trek. Oh, get out of um, here! Yeah, Unreal. he watches uh, Strange New Worlds, so he's been typecast as a Scottish guy. Well, um, <laughs> I wonder why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean that's uh, that's so cool. I'm uh, I'm you know to. Everybody know my one of my dirty little secrets is I'm a Trekkie from way back. Oh, are you? <laughs> oh, I love right, it. Cool. I love it, love it, love it. Yeah. Can't get enough. So do, you, do you watch any of the new stuff, no? Uh, a little bit, uh, what would you say, a um, little bit old school. I like the old school stuff. I sort of yeah, went yeah. through that middle period there, and, and I reckon they lost it a bit. Um, but mm. I, I have been told that the newer stuff – a lot better, so I might have to give it a crack now. I know that one of the, one of the characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so he's in the last episode of the last series. He's the second half of that episode, and I think that episode's pretty good. And the in that in that second series as well, they've got they do it like a crossover episode with uh, they've got like a cartoon series called Lower Decks. Yep. And uh, I thought that episode was really good as well. Cool. Um. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's exciting for him. It's it's good. He's you know he's been in some good stuff, but this is. This is kind of the highest profile. So he's out in Toronto just now yeah, doing yeah. that. And the old Scotty James, what's his name James Doohan? Is it James Doohan? Yeah. He was uh, he was Canadian. So it's kind of fitting that now he's a Scot in Canada. But, yeah. you know. yeah, it so, is, isn't it? <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's kind of cool. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I'm sort of piggybacking on that. Though, to be honest, he's not getting any, uh, he's not getting any fans yet. <laughs> well, there's a few, but the, uh, his, he, he was at a convention. Yep. And his girlfriend filmed because they had like guys from like Stranger Things and The Boys and different things. And his girlfriend like filmed all of them and then panned over to Martin. And there was just they they all had big cues and he had no one. <laughs> <laughs> He'll get there You're, after this season. Oh, well, he's, he's after this one. Yeah, yeah, he's only been in half an episode. He wasn't expecting anything. He was just trying to like. Ha 
have a have a, have the experience on it, so that then later he's actually had a go at it. It's not his first one, and he doesn't always do. Awesome. But, well, look, we're, I'm going to put pop on. Um, it's not even your birthday, so everyone can have a good old listen. Um, yeah, cool. yeah, so we'll pop that on, and we'll be back just in a minute. All right, so guys, we're going to be yeah. listening to "It's Not Even Your Birthday." Uh, give it a good listen and open up your ears. It's um, uh, witty and satirical. <laughs> I've got the word wrong again. Anyway, here we go. It's not even your birthday. This is Quinny. Fancy gifts, not a clue what they are And it's not even your birthday I know that she's your mum But are you sure he's your dad? Has she been doing the dirty? Did you make this one yourself? My man, it's actually not bad But it's not even your birthday It's not It's not even your birthday. That's very clever. Very clever. Uh, how long did that take you to write, Quinny? Oh, well, there, you there you are. Sorry. Oh, Sorry. Hello. Hey, that, that was my fault. <laughs> uh-huh. okay. I, I okay. pressed up the wrong one. Anyway, so how long How long did that take you to um, to, to get out? To, to write? I, yeah. I yeah. think Martin, my brother, and I, and... Um, Joe that I was talking about that directed the Christmas Gear video with Richard Wilson. We had a meeting in uh, in London uh, at a Starbucks or a Pret or something like that and we talked about the the Christmas Gear video 
And then I was thinking I should probably write another song to release if I'm doing a, if I'm doing an old song, I should probably do a new song. Yeah, sure. And I think I I think I wrote the bulk of it in my head on the bus home, so about half an hour probably. And then probably about another half an hour piecing it together. Awesome. And then then, you know, like a day in the studio recording it and stuff. Yep, yep. Yeah, that, I mean that's got a really. Um, by by the end of the song, I'm I'm bopping away. I'm moving. You know, it's um, mm. it's it's really cool. It's got a great energy, um, and like I said, very very witty. I um, yeah, really cool, really cool. So another one of yours, uh, found and lost. Um, I'm not sure why it's not on today. Maybe we can pop it on. Uh, but that was uh, was it the Debian Songwriters People's Choice Award. Is that correct? <laughs> That have been yeah not long after but yeah that have been that's where I live yep. in um, okay in Melbourne uh, they had a songwriters award in twenty twenty yeah and when I, I was like that wasn't long after I arrived sure um, and yeah so I um, yeah I, I won I won yeah People's Choice Award um, as part of the songwriting competition which was very cool it was nice because I was here and I didn't have a job and. And I didn't get any benefits, and there was a cash prize for that, so that was really handy. <laughs> yeah, um, hell yeah. But paid for some shopping, um, and then I—that was actually we recorded "Found and Lost" in the same sessions as um, "It's Not Even Your Birthday." But I haven't properly released that yet. I'm, I'm going to put it on this album that, I'm, or what I'm hoping will be an album with these these, these chunks of recordings that I've done. So I'm going to put "Found and Lost" on there. I think it's been mixed and stuff to match the other songs so okay. yeah yeah um but i mean I, I can we can put that on if you want it i, I would need to send you it, but yeah yeah definitely i you know what i did a lot of uh research and i didn't even add the song into the list <laughs> but uh, yeah, we, yeah. we definitely will um so what what's going to happen now mate are you are you looking at a um a, a tour i don't know i'm gonna i want to get these songs mixed and so I've got some little bits to do and I want to get that all good and then I, once that I can hear that all sounding hopefully cohesive I'll decide if I'm going to do an album or little or a few EPs I, I kind of want to do an album just because I've never done one not that anyone would listen the whole way through an album of mine but I just feel like it's something I want to do so I might just do it so yeah. I would like to I would like to tour in Australia I don't know it would be a whole, you know, it'd be a whole new experience. Yep. But, um, but I would, I would like to. Um, if you get any tips for for doing that, if you get any contacts around Australia that you think could help me out, then I would love to, yeah, to yeah. hear. Definitely. But, um, but, so, what, but what I'm hoping to do is once I get these songs all sounding the way I want them with the mixing and just adding additional production, sure. I just want to start rehearsing with the band. I've never really done that with a. Like I normally just do like two rehearsals and then do the gig, yep. but I kind of want to get the band performing these songs really well, and then then the, do the launch. You know, hit the road. Yeah. So I mean, look, if, yeah. if you're into um, booking your own shows, I'm pretty sure uh, if if you got somebody to do it for you, I'm pretty sure Michael could uh, from Evergreen Artists could hit you down the right road there. Oh, cool. um, yeah, definitely. Uh, I know. I know for a fact he knows people who do that. Um, but also, if you're looking at doing it yourself, there 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 are a lot of, I mean, especially up north, um, it gets mm. it gets missed out a lot. So yeah, right, cool. It, you know, it's the it's the trip up here. I get that. So you're gonna have to pay for your way up here by getting gigs along yeah. the way, of course. But 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, once you hear, there, there's two venues in Broome alone uh, that have some of world-class sound systems, massive stages, yeah. all the lights, uh, and, and you know, it's just ri- ridiculously amazing, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, big bands have played on those stages too. So it's, um, it, there's so many options. So if, you, if you're looking mm. to do that, um, definitely let us know because we will promote the living bum out of it. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, and just make sure that you know you, you have a grouse time while you're up here. But um, yeah, so look, that that's good. That's that's something to think about for you in the future. So h- how long do you reckon you might, um, or sort of this year or later later of the year? What's yeah, yeah. I want. To, I mean, yes. Yeah, it's kind of my project for this year, I suppose. I, I thought I'd try and space it out now. You know, like I used to be like try and get things out all the time but I try and just make sure I get it done right when you're you know working full time and you've got other commitments yep. it's um, it's it's you just need to pace yourself and sure. not and it's a bit also for the band because a lot of the folk that I get playing with me now you know they're not full time musicians so. yeah that, well that's right it's it, it, it best part time but I mean I love that I love that that's that's kind of what I bring to the table is that I bring the organising opportunities thing. Yeah. So, you know, they, they bring their genius and I just bring the chance. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I'm hearing so. you. And, and look, I mean, the thing is too is uh, another way to look at doing a, a tour around also is to uh, team up with another band, maybe a yeah. uh, somebody else who, who uh, has already got a name in those areas you're looking at yeah, going to. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah. So th- there's another option as well. So And, and again... Um, Having contacts like Michael is, you know, that's gold when it comes to that type of thing. So yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good to know. Yeah, yeah. So look, all right, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna pop on another one. I've been sort of itching a bit to play this. So this is uh, this yeah, is, cool. This is rumors. Um, I'm just gonna pop it on. Then we're gonna have a chat about it. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. All right, I'll be back in just a moment, guys. This is rumors by quitting. Close the blinds, cause I feel my mind get lost in those eyes, in their ocean, a bluey green, but I sense this explosion, shredding up the sea.
Cause I'm a loser I'm a haunted man Read all the rumors Written in the sand Cause I'm a loser Cool. If you weren't awake, you are now. Quinny, that was fantastic, mate. Thanks. I think yeah. I was like 23 when I recorded that. That's Maybe a bit younger. That's freaking awesome. I love it. That big anthem stadium sound. Uh, really, mm. really cool bridge. Um, and and so sort of jumped out. Like I was listening to your songs in the uh, in the car. I've been listening to them for a couple of weeks or well, since I spoke to you. <laughs> um, yeah. And I when that came on. Oh, I just I was like, what? Where, where's this come from? This is a, it's <laughs> like completely different style, different everything, but it's so cool. Um, and I like the fact that that a lot of your stuff it, it isn't pigeonholed into one particular style of music. It's um, you know you you seem to have a bit of a reach in all different directions. Uh, was that intentional or or is that just? I'm glad you liked that because I was actually talking to someone about this, and I just feel like my I've always struggled we try to do one thing that ep the read all the rumors ep i think is the closest i've ever got to having one sound even in bands that i had that i was writing the songs for yep. the sound was always like it was never consistent and when i'm thinking about that's why i'm talking about these this album that i want to do i'm like i can't seem to just do the one thing uh, and i'm glad that you see it as a strength because sometimes i think it's a bit of a weakness so um so I'm glad. Yeah, I like hearing that. I'll just push forward with what I've got. <laughs> yeah, definitely, mate. Definitely, because you know, <clears throat> excuse me. It's so um, it's so easy to fall into the one genre, and and to yeah. ju just pump that out. And and it's you hear it time and time and time again with bands at the third or fourth album. You listen to it and you go, uh, you know, it's I've heard this before. Um, you know, I like to pick up an album from a band that I know and and put it on, and and um, you know, I absolutely absolutely love the turntable. You know, that's what I love to do. Put the put the record, yeah. in, drop the needle, and and listen. And but I like to put it on and go, oh, that's surprising. I didn't think these guys would go there. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. Well, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Sometimes I think it'd be better if people could just be like, I want this, and then they could just come to me for that. But I can, I never offer. No. No. A I, consistent thing. The, same, um, same I mean, if you like, if you like that, there's a um, there's a song that I'll that I'll be releasing called Friends. That's like three three genres in the one song. It starts off all <laughs> kind of bossa nova, yeah, uh, and and then it goes into a kind of big ballad. What was my mate was calling it? it was kind of, kind of it's a big ballad. Kind of sounds a little bit like Great Gig in the Sky, a little bit cool. more not as proggy. 
Um, I may be saying it's in a more like the Joe Cocker version of um, with a little help from my friends, which I can hear. And then it goes into a kind of like Pixies Weezery bit at the end. <laughs> so um, awesome. So yeah, so that's I that one is genuinely all over the place, but I, I really like it. So if you like mixing up genres, that will be the one for you. So what's Quiddy Friends? Everyone have a good old thing. Uh, look look up that one and uh, jump. Yeah, away. oh, it's not it's not it's not out yet, but I can I can probably send you a demo of it. Or something. Oh well, well, so okay, so you got a couple that aren't out then. You're, are you are you looking to bring out a new oh, yeah. new album or? Well, that, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So they, I've got like when I was in Scotland, I recorded seven new ones, and then I already have three unreleased ones that I'd recorded the year before so I'm hoping to put that together plus a couple of alternative versions to make it into like a 12-ish track album yeah cool 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 um, yeah and that'll include a new Christmas song as well don't worry <laughs> I really hope so <laughs> I'm, mm. I'm, you know until I found you I'm so happy mate I'm so sick and tired listening to Michael Bublé at Christmas time so <laughs> <laughs> uh, so right. listen, you need you need people like that to keep the, the Christmas tunes alive you know so that people like me can feed off it yeah definitely uh, I like the way you think there yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, bloody Michael Bublé anyway, at least it's uh, not the other one I won't even mention her name this is uh, this is Serotonin everyone by Quinny have a listen Bye. 
Serotonin's running low, and I'll joke. I'm old, so I can stay at home. Though there's nothing worse than being alone when your serotonin's running low, and I'll joke. I'm old, so I can stay at home. Though there's nothing worse than being alone when your serotonin's running low. When your serotonin's running low, oh, there's nothing worse than being alone when your serotonin's running low. Serotonin by Quinny, mate. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. What's, what's your idea behind this one? I always find the lyrics to this one a wee bit embarrassing, to be honest. But um, <laughs> I wrote it in like 2014. It's just, you know, it's just one of those songs about being a bit depressed. Sometimes I think it's just about being, when you're just hungover and just can't be bothered. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I do like the riff for it. And so that's why yeah. I, when you were asking for tunes, I thought. I do like the riff. I think it's. I don't normally write riffs, so it was cool to have it in there. That is cool. It is a cool riff in there. And I was actually leading into the next question on that was, do you get your session musos to come up with those little, uh, you know, nuances and and licks and whatnot, or is it something you come up with yourself? It's a bit of both. That yep. for that one, I, I I came up with that. Right. I think I played that in that recording, but that was recorded in I released that like last year, but I, that was actually recorded in 2014. That was maybe a follow up to the Read All the Rumors EP, but I, oh yeah, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't finish it, and then I gave the stems to my mate who did all this stuff to it. Yep. And and then I th- he sent me the these mixes masters, and there was some bits I wanted to change, but his computer broke and. Then I um and so we thought we'd lost it, and then a few years later he actually found these files, and I was like, oh, well, I guess good. I won't change. I can't change anything because we don't have the sessions, so this is just the songs now, and that's what that's what it is. So it's kind of kind of cool that it was just finished. Yeah. And um, so um, but yeah, I mean, so it just depends. Like that that last recording session I did, I had a song that was bass, keys, and drums. We recorded a lot of it live, and I knew it needed guitar, but I just couldn't think for the life of me. Sure. And I knew my mate Dan was coming up, so I just sent him, and I said, can you just come up with something tonight, and then we'll mess about with it tomorrow. So he had an idea for a riff, and then I sat with him, and we just kept playing it over and over and over again. Yeah, cool. For hours until we got in. So, you know, like, I, I like to, as long as they're happy with that, feed off other people's, you know, ideas and things, and we yeah, a lot of the time I come with like the basis of what I want it to sound like. But yes, yeah. some quite often there's a mate of mine, Graham, uh, that plays keys and a lot of my stuff, and he often when I show him a song, he'll play something, and then I'm like, oh well, now 
we're just going to we're just going to follow what you did rather than what my idea was. Yeah, you know, he sure. plays something and it just it captures what the song's meant to be doing better than all the work I'd put in before that point. So I just end up capitalising on his ideas more than my own. So yeah, yep, it's, it's fun. That's my favourite thing about it. Is collaborating it is... with people, I probably co- probably collaborate more as a solo project than I did when I was in band. Yeah, and and it is fun, isn't it? It's a, it's it's mm. just just a really good time, and everybody has a grass time. But... Rare, rare that you uh, you find a, a awkward feeling in a recording studio. So, yeah, no. yeah. These last sessions we did, there was some songs that were just very, very simple. What we're doing, but it was so simple, it was becoming tense because we couldn't quite get it right, and we were just it was taking us quite a few hours to get things right. So it wasn't tense in the argumentative <laughs> sense, but it was definitely like it, we were starting to get a bit bored. And I'm always conscious that the, the guys getting fed up yes because i'm like like i want them to be in a good mood um so um so there was a bit of that but i honestly when i listen back just the rough mixes we've got already the the stuff that they did was just so good so it was it was worth pushing just for that little bit extra longer yes um yeah all right so look where where are you up at the moment so we've got we've got you up on spotify um i'm assuming you've got your your regulars your facebook um instagram blah 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 um, so, yeah. if you want to run through quickly, where anybody can look you up and find you, um, now's your shot. Go for it. Oh yeah, well I'm on all the streaming services uh, as Quinny. There's a few Quinnies on there, but mine is the one with the there's a picture of me, and it looks like I'm going to get hit by a bus. <laughs> I do not my tie, and it looks like I'm going to get hit by a bus. I'm looking so, at you right um, now, actually. <laughs> yeah, there's a great photo of my pal CJ took that picture out, um, out um, on the way, but somewhere between Bishopton and Greenock in Scotland. Right. Um, so yes, so and then I'm on all the pretty much all the social media except probably TikTok. I just can't quite get into that. I mean, at some nah. point I will, but uh, I'm on there as Quinny Quinny's music. Cool. All awesome. one word, lowercase. Yeah, no, no um, apostrophe, just Quinny's music. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. That's really cool. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna pop on our last one for today uh, called the Island. Um, so, do you want to give me a bit of a a rundown on that song before we get started? Yeah, this has probably been one that stayed in the set. I quite like playing Rumours, but I don't really do that anymore because it's okay. 10 years old. This song is roughly about the same age. It's on my first EP. I, I wrote it just a couple of days before we went in. That's yep. probably why it's so stripped back. Um, and it's just always been a song that every time I play it, it's annoying because it's an old song, but people are always like, oh, what was that song? I loved that one about the, the island or something. And I'm like, yeah, just play my new stuff. I want to stop playing this one. Yeah, but um, yeah. but it's, yeah. always an, it's always a nice one to play. I've got my friend Gary playing a bit of like spacey guitar stuff on it. It was very, very nice to record. I think the vocal and guitar were done at the same time. Um, and yeah, so that's on the Read All the Rumors and P, which is my first one. So yeah, I would like playing this one, to be honest. It's a nice one, but um, and it's always a kind of, yeah. A fan favourite, a friend favourite. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. All right, well, look, I'm going to pop that on. Um, don't go away anyway, just yet. Uh, but we'll, we'll pop no this worries. one. We'll pop this one on, guys. This is called the Island, um, again by Quinny. So I hope you enjoy this. Sit back, relax, and um, maybe take a nice big gulp of that big red wine glass you've got in front of you, and enjoy. I'm scared 
that'll die alone there's not a thing over this wall that i've been climbing on i must be losing blood my palms are ripped and raw all between me and the ground's an ugly draw and mounds of my fellow men who fail to scale it first who fought for something better till he just got worse it's hard to see the stars with a face full of dirt it's hard to tell your heart not to stop The Island by Quinny. Really, really, really nice song. Very, very, very nice song. Um, no, that was a bit early. You shouldn't have been coming on mm-hmm. then. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I love the fact that that, uh, that you've stripped that right back. Uh, finger-picking, beautiful guitar work. Um, and just the feel. It was just so lovely. It was, um, yeah, that's a beautiful, beautiful song. Really, really well written, well constructed, and, and very well performed. Thanks. Yeah, really, really nice. Uh, always strikes me that like some of those the, like that, the four tracks off the first EP, I'm always trying the American accent thing, which I don't do anymore. Yeah, kind of funny to me just to listen because I haven't listened to the island in ages, so it's just uh, it, remembered there just a little. Yeah, it's it's lovely. It's um, 
Yeah, very, very uh, witty with with how you structured the lyrics. Um, mm. I really yeah. like that. Actually, sort of one uh, lyric is leading into the next line. Um, yeah, very, very well done. I've, I've never really thought to do that with writing a song before. So that, yeah, that one's um, that one that really struck me. That it's very good. Oh, cool thing. I don't know if I was even aware of that when I was doing it. I feel like I had the little riff for a while, and then uh, yeah, I just I just wrote. I ended up I had it for ages, and then I just ended up writing the verses. Well, it's all it's all verses, I suppose. But as a like a, almost a stream of consciousness, and then just then sort of edited it over the course of weeks or whatever. Fantastic. Oh, well, look, mate, I'm going to have to let you go. It's been a lovely chat. Um, we've, we've only got an hour, so I've got to uh, chuck a couple of promos in now. Um, yeah, no worries. But, yeah, look, it's been fantastic. And we would really, uh, and I personally would love to hear what's going to happen with you in the future. Um, and if you do end up coming up this way and, and setting something up, let us know definitely. We can get you in the studio, do a live song. Oh, I'd love that. Yeah, 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 it would be fantastic. And it would be definitely our pleasure. So... Yeah. Yeah, thanks so much. I really appreciate your time and the chat. It's been really nice. No problem at all. All right, well, look, um, if you could just hold on, I'll have a quick chat with you in about three minutes. Um, yep. But otherwise, mate, thank you very much for coming on to the show. Uh, I know the audience would be uh, very happy with what they heard today. And, uh, yeah, you've been a gentleman and a scholar. <laughs> thank you so much. Glad you know it. <laughs> yeah, no drums at all. All right, I'll talk to you in just a jiffy. Now, for everybody out there, uh, this weekend coming uh, the 9th of uh, February, uh, you can head down to the Divers Tavern and see an uh, absolutely fantastic solo artist. His name's James. Uh, plays everything from um, from yesteryear to today. Not a bad-looking cat, too, I might throw in. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's me, by the way. Anyway, um, on the 10th, uh, they have a DJ set by Kelly Presents. Uh, the Rowie... Uh, you can head down on the 9th for the Family Shoveler Band, live in the sports bar, but I hear Divers is a bit better, but anyway, just just between you and me. Um, now, also on the 10th, you've got DJ Dimsky in the sports bar. So there's a whole heap going on uh, over the next little while. Now, also, we have a, a, a broom local who was on the show last year, uh, Jamie Jacket. Uh, now, she's going to be playing um, on Saturday the 10th. It's Insanity Single Launch, which is pretty, pretty cool. Now, that's at the Kimberley Arts Network Shed, uh, February 10th. Uh, limited tickets available, so hop on. Uh, even if you pop on to the, uh, Jamie's page and ask her how to get a hold of those tickets, or you can go $30 at the door. So... Um, look, that's, that's, that's going to be a fantastic night. That's on the 10th, so thankfully that didn't clash with my gig because I reckon that's going to be hot to trot. Um, look, like I said, uh, we uh, we had a great time today. We had a really good time talking to Quinny. Very nice bloke, easy to talk to. Um, look, and we just want more of that. So anyone in town here, anyone in Broome, any musician who's who's got some songs... Uh, you know, uploaded or, or not uploaded, uh, we can work that, work with that, work without that. Uh, but we want to see you. We want you to pop in, play a song in here, have a bit of fun, and enjoy the the friendly environment that we've got down here at Galari. Uh, and yeah, be a part of it. So that's pretty much all I've got for you today. So I want you guys to go and have a lovely week coming. And next week we'll be here, same time, same place, same channel. Uh, which, of course, is 99.7 Galari Radio. 
And, uh, well, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to uh, seeing you all. So all the best. Take care. And, um, yeah, keep those music, uh, what's the best way to say? Keep the vibe rolling, you know. Um, it's all about the vibe. <laughs> but, no, seriously, I hope you have a great, awesome time over the next week. And I uh, look forward to seeing you Sunday. Okay, see you guys. This is Beyond the Veil, Galari Radio Media, 99.7. See ya.